0: Welcome to It's Lad In My Head. I am Camille and I will share with you my life experiences, my discoveries about growing, for you to relate and hopefully I can help you. Oh yes, I'm slightly French. Hi everyone and welcome back to a new episode of It's Loud In My Head. Today we will be talking about a topic that I'm sure everyone somehow has been dealing with if it's you know yourself or someone around you close to you so the topic of today is weight loss and the weight loss sort of misconceptions or mistakes or ideas that people have about weight loss or what you have to do in order to lose weight so i'm going to go through a few of them and then in my understanding telling you what i think about There's ideas and what I believe would actually be helpful for you if you are in a position that you need to lose weight or you know someone who needs to lose weight or even if you need to gain weight, that's exactly the same. It's sort of what you have to do in order to maintain a healthy weight. So the first part, and I think that's the most important part of the whole thing, of my whole idea, of my whole conception behind what I believe and what I think about diet. First, it's the actual word diet. I'm so against that word diet because in your mind when you go on a diet, well, you're going to go off a diet at some point. What's going to happen then? It doesn't actually teach you how to do it just tells you what to do for a short period of time it's like an artificial way of dealing with a problem without really teaching you and giving you the tools and the skills so let me take you an example when you are driving your car you are for example in a zone and it's 100 so naturally everyone does you know that you have to stay below 100 but naturally everyone's gonna go 102 104 even 106 but then and even sometime the 98 So, but you know that you have to stay in that zone, right? So that's your go. And then you get a new car and you've got the cruise control and that cruise control is the diet. So the cruise control, you put your cruise control on and it is artificially maintaining you at that hundred. And then something happens, you can't drive your car anymore and you need to borrow your friend's car. It doesn't have the cruise control and you're going to be like, oh dear, because you're so used to have this artificial help that you don't even know what to do and you're going to go 110 and, you know, because it's not easy to actually know what to do when you have been doing something in such a non-natural way. So what I mean by that is the diet, like the cruise control, it doesn't teach you how to eat. It doesn't teach you how to drive. It artificially give you something to do. It gives you some restriction. And behind the word restriction, there is frustration. There is the opposite of expansion. There is sadness. Let's say I really mean that, like when you restrict something you're going to bounce back naturally when you feel restricted in something like let's say a clothes you feel very restricted All the thing that you want to do is like take that dress off because it's like oh my god i can't breathe so those beautiful metaphors just to tell you that diet aren't actually a sustainable way of eating they aren't at all because they're not teaching you what to do and the thing is your body being in such a restrictive phase gonna like want and crave other things and as soon as you're gonna eat and give your body the things that it's craving well it's gonna keep the weight because naturally the primal instinct is like oh she restricted me or he restricted me I need to store that fat because you know I know it's it's restrictive all the time And really think about all those people that you know that, yes, they lost weight on their specific diets, but how many actually kept the weight down unless they really developed an eating disorder? Because yes, you can be on 1,200 calories if you want, but if you are maintaining 1,200 calories and religiously you count your calories and you weigh your food you are developing a serious eating disorder. I know that, I've done that, I've been there. So I know exactly what it is. So what you want to create is a balance, it's a lifestyle, it's new tools for you to be able to maintain it. And yes, as I said, you're going to go doing 110 sometimes, but you know you need to stay in that zone, meaning you are really by following a very restrictive diet, you are prone to binge eating. What you really want to avoid is that binge because every time that you're binging, you are sending the wrong signals to your body. First, you know, that you have all of a sudden, you've got this huge amount of calories that your body actually can't burn, so it's gonna store it, but also it's, again, it doesn't teach you what to do. And what do you do after, like, I'm i just asking you, are you feeling guilty? Are you ashamed? And you promise yourself that you won't do it again and then you do it again and you feel shame and, you know, it's just that vicious cycle. So what do you do with that? Do you keep doing that or actually you put the work into it saying, okay, I really need to do something about that. I need to learn. I have to learn to get this new skills. For me to develop that healthy behavior towards food and for you to have a more balanced lifestyle. So my goal and my role as a health coach is really to teach you what to do with your health. I'm not telling you, you have to eat that. You have to eat that. It's like finding the goals together and finding those elements and those tools that you need in order to achieve your goals and your goals won't be your friend's goals or your mom's goals or my goals. So never compare yourself. So that was just, I think you get my point here that I'm definitely not for diet. Say one more thing about this fads diet is they are short term and what you want is a long term change. You don't want a temporary change, you want a permanent change, something that, you know, it's under your skin, you get it, you have it, you're mastering it and it will take time. And that's the thing that diets and those people, it's such a huge market that people that are selling dieting or products or, you know, supplements and all that, they are promising time, like very short time, but it's not the truth, like your body, especially if you sort of have been on those fads diets for such a long time, you're gonna need way more time that if, for example, the person never been on a diet and then all of a sudden cut things because your body is a bit disrupted. So what you want to do is give it time because who needs to be in a rush when it's a lifestyle change? It's like, When you learn a new language, you don't care how long it's going to take. Even, you know, like I know you really want to go abroad and speak French or speak whatever to have people understanding you. And But at the end of the day, you're doing for yourself. Like at the end of the day, in 50 years, you're going to be able to speak French. So why you don't want to, you know, in 5 years, 10 years, know how to balance your health, how to cook for having like good diet, how to cook to have like that balanced lifestyle, that balanced nutrition. And also I think one misconception about weight loss is that you need to cut fats. I'm going to say yes and no. So when you say, I'm going to cut fats, I say, yes, but which one? I'm sure that you've heard of different omegas, like three, six, nine, and they aren't equal in terms of health, in terms of effect on the body, the damage that they can do actually in the body. So some are beneficial, some aren't like literally. Cause you need to know that some fats aren't actually made by the body. So you have to have like an external source, like omega-3, you need to have flaxseed oil, fatty fish, safflower oil, you know, things that contain like high level of omega-3 because your body can't process it. And omega-3, the essential, and you need them, you know, for your health, for your hormones, for your skin, for your brain, for your periods, for everything neutrally, because we're all made out of fat. And you need this omega-3 to fight inflammation to, yeah, anyway, you get my point. Some are okay, but within that balance, so omega-3 needs to be balanced with omega six. And omega-6, they are like nuts, avocados, all that. And they are very important as well, but don't abuse them either. And omega-9 are actually really good. Like they are, you know, in the main source of omega-9 is olive oil. And if you cook with olive oil, it's probably the best option you've got. The thing that I would be very skeptical about, and I know I'm going to have a lot of enemies in there, but it's saturated fat. I'm not a big fan of saturated fat. You need everything, but saturated fat I found in fatty meats, you know, like that white part of the meats, pork and everything, and even coconut oil. And I know I'm using a lot of coconut oil in my cooking, but it's very reasonable. Like the amount of them actually having is very minimal. So it's like sort of my treat. But the worst, worst ones is like the one that I like, processed in factories so the one that canola oil the the thing they say vegetable oil and all that they're like highly processed highly transformed and they are poison for your body so you know that if you have a lot of them it's proven they are like numbers they're linked to diabetes insulin resistance cholesterol so when you have to cut fats cut those ones the bad ones, but the good fats, especially like you can't really abuse omega three. You can't really do too much of them because the sources aren't too much. Omega six, omega nine, just you know within reasonable range. So that's a big, big misconception about weight loss. Another misconception about weight loss is that you have to be on a very specific diet, like I would say a carnivore diet or keto diet, you know. What will take time here is you actually need to take the time. I'm not saying that all those things aren't working for people, but you need to find a thing that works for you. So for example, for me, I'm about 80, 90% vegan. I would probably say 90% vegan. I would have a little bit of fish, a little bit of chicken every now and then, and that's it. And that seems to work really well for me. And it really took time because a bit of that story, I had been found with uh, underactive thyroid in like about 10, uh, it's actually 10 years ago this year. And I put on like so much weight very quickly. And then I was a bit struggling. And then what they were saying is like, oh, you need to go on a low carb diet and that's actually another point that i've got is like you need to be on that low carb diet but yeah so i know exactly what it is to you know be able to see what it does to you i know amazing you know like sort of success stories with carnivore diet and all that but is it sustainable and that's my question with the way i eat right now so as i said 90 percent vegan and then like a little bit every now and then so plenty of vegetables plenty of fruits plenty of good carbs and a little bit of protein and a little bit of fat and it works fine for me and finally i found that balance that worked for me for my thyroid and for my weight and i can train i've got energy and all that so really take the time to really find what works for you and I really believe that the way that I eat there is nothing wrong with it and it could be applied to many people because at the end of the day it's what's supposed to be done and in a lot of courses and a lot of nutrition things that's what they say that you have to have that pyramid with at the bottom, you know, like good cereals and carbs and then fruits and veg and then a little bit of protein. They talk about dairy, which I don't have, but then a little bit of fat and 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 that's it. I think that's to be, and I'm going to actually debunk that one, that low-carb one, because I think that really ruins my health for so many years, that doctor that said to me and to said, he said to my mom too that I needed to be on that low-carb diet. So for many years, I was really, really trying to be good and be very minimal with my carbs. And then I would binge. I would like have this urge of having a bowl of rice or something. And every time that I would have a bit of carbs, I would have energy and I would have a bit more awareness, a bit, you know, I would be awake. So I think it took me a a while because I thought, oh my God, if I've got a carb, I'm going to put on so much weight. But the thing is like, I couldn't lose any weight. Even if I was on that very low carb, I was eating a lot of fat, a fair bit of protein, but I was still not losing weight. And you know what? There was a lot of water retention. So it's actually quite interesting to see that people think that if you eat carbs, you're going to have water retention. But the things your brain needs glucose, your brain needs sugar. So you need that those carbs in order to function, in order to create hormones, in order to have energy. So yeah, so that's another idea. And also another diet or another thing that I really sort of hate is the fact that you need to be high protein. No, you don't. I'm not. I'm not anymore. And when I used to be high protein, I was not actually building muscle as much as I am now. Weirdly enough, I'm probably having 60, 70 grams of protein a day. And it's probably a bit more than what some vegans are or, you know, because I've got this extra protein through fish and a bit of chicken, but I'm building muscle completely fine. I'm probably carrying the most muscle that I've ever carried and I'm not eating as much protein as I used to have. And I think because what happens in the body is like you can't store the protein. So you can store carbs in your liver, you can store fat. In your fat cells, but you can't store protein. So if you have too much protein, they're going to go down the drain anyway. So why bother? Because they actually put a lot of stress on your kidneys and because they have to be detoxified. So they actually can create damage. You know, I- I'm not talking about bodybuilders and obviously they are like, way above what the shoes have but you know what I mean you don't need to go crazy the whole idea behind the podcast today is for you to understand that balance is a lifestyle balance is something that you can learn and as a health coach now I want you to feel that you can learn those things with me so together huh, we're gonna learn that you can have that balance. I'm going to give you the tools that you need in order to achieve your goals. So we're going to sit down, we're going to talk about your goals, we're going to talk about what you really want to achieve and then we are going to put in place a big strategies for you to achieve your goals and it can be losing weight, and that could be gaining weight, that could be sleeping better but all that is actually driven it's actually the key behind that is motivation the key behind that is the will of change and the desire of change so i'm going to be starting taking clients for health coaching mid-june and i will be at elevate myotherapy in town once a week on fridays and i will be taking clients online as well probably around july so if you're interested please let me know because I'm starting taking clients now. And also I'm actually starting doing cooking classes as well. So the first is the 29th of May it's introduction to healthy eating. So everything that I've been talking about today, I'm going to teach you hands on how to create yummy dishes with yummy food, with yummy elements, with yummy ingredients without the stress of not knowing what you're doing and then there was a dairy-free cooking class on the 19th of June which is for me to teach you how like you can cook without dairy so to replace the butter, the cream, the milk, all that and you can have a yummy, still a yummy diet and when I say diet I mean Nutrition. And then there would be the level two and three of healthy eating, which is going to be the third of July and I want to know what you think because it's something that I always thought that I could do and people might be interested in is like weight loss. So like a cooking class just for weight loss. So yeah, please let me know what you think. And just to come back on the health coaching, so the health coaching is like a package. It's a three months to six months package. In those three or six months, I'm gonna have a session every second week with you. We're going to have first an initial consultation, then I'm going to catch up with you every other week and then we're going to have a hands-on private cooking lesson together and then we're going to have a final session to see where you're at and if you need me anymore or you are happy with your goals and that's it. Yes, please let me know if you are interested in health coaching and also if you are interested in the cooking classes that I just talked about please send me an email on camilleinthekitchen at hotmail.com or message me on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm quite responsive on the social media. Just let me know which cooking class you're interested in because they are still spot available. And hopefully I see you then. Bye.